Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dishing Drama with Dana Wilkie Uncensored. We have officially moved to Patreon. Here's a sneak peek of Dishing Drama with Dana Wilkie. Come on, bitch, bitch, bitch let's go. <laughs> So Taylor Swift is a bit of a mystery. Her fans have been studying her every move since she became famous. And it is an obsession. I can only compare it, the Swifties, to, you know, Bravo fans. It's as diehard and hardcore. And I love those types of fan bases. I got really interested as a result of looking into Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy's relationship because there was a lot of people conversating about him and how she and him can't possibly work. And I thought, gee, no one really even is talking so much about him. They're talking about little elements of him across multiple platforms but really no one has covered him like a deep dive of Matt Healy. So today for part of the show, I wanted to tackle Maddie Healy, the head front man of 1975 at one point, the drummer with his friends that he met in high school. I want to tell you a bigger picture of Matt Healy because I like to tell stories and I don't think it's fair to sum someone up into a sentence or an incident. I like to look at the big picture. So for example, let's start with Taylor Swift and let's talk about how she met Matt Healy, what went down that everybody's very excited about that kind of hints that they're in a relationship. I say hints because he's been sneaking in and out of her apartment. She hasn't gone official, but has dropped many Easter eggs that they're seeing each other. They've been spotted out on dates, etc. but it isn't official yet. Now, just to say it, the Swifties hate this man. They don't think Taylor should be with him. They've set out numerous things as to why that is. But when I did a deep dive, I actually kind of figured out why I think they're together and like each other. And so I'm hoping to share that with you today. So I thought I could do everybody a big favor and give loads of information and you could better decide how you feel about all of it. So let's first start in the beginning. Okay, Taylor Swift is introduced to Matt Healy by her friend and his friend, Jack Antonoff. And he's really key in all this because he's collaborated with both Matt Healy creatively and Taylor Swift in their music. He's produced a lot of it. And he just got done producing with Taylor Swift on the album Midnight's. Now, something you guys may not be aware of is that Matt Healy also worked on Midnight's. It never came out, the collaboration he did with Taylor, you know, for that album, but he was involved with that album with the both of them. Jack Antonoff works on, obviously, Taylor Swift's very famous album, 1989. He's a producer on it. And funny enough... It's during this time that he introduces Taylor Swift to Maddie Healy. Jack, by the way, is like best friends with Taylor. He's been in her life and part of her many, many successes since 
2012. Okay. So put that in perspective, the level of this and depth of this friendship. So Maddie tells the story and he basically tells it in a few different ways. But one thing he says is that he exchanged numbers and he wanted to see how it would go with Taylor Swift. He also mentioned that they were flirting with each other at the time, but he was very intimidated by the level of fame that Taylor Swift has. And immediately when the fans started speculating that they may be flirting with each other. He was so judged that he was like, I don't think I can handle what Taylor Swift's fame involves. And he was much younger back then, and he was also in a different position in his career. But anyway, how people know that there was like a lot of like support happening between the two of them is in November of 2014, after they meet and flirt, he goes ahead and sports a white t-shirt featuring the cover artwork for 1989. And he wears it at a rock band show at the Rave in Milwaukee, like a secret shout out to Taylor. And Taylor then, the same month in November of 2014, goes to a 1975 concert a few days after that at the Hollywood Palladium in L.A., And she goes with her girl crew who also know him. Selena Gomez, Ellie Goulding. Anyway, they all go out also in West Hollywood that night and they have like a blast. Now, see, I see Taylor Swift recently after Joe Alwyn's breakup hanging out with some of her girl crew. Now, Taylor has all celebrity girls in her crew. They're like famous singers, models, etc. And you know, some of them have moved on and have gotten married and they've settled down and they've gotten in serious relationships and others have recently gone through really painful situations where they've had a baby and the relationship ended terribly with the person that they had babies. So like Taylor Swift's friend group has evolved. It's not the like party chick group it once was. Yes, they party like all people do. I mean, I still party. I'm like an old lady. There are no rules in this house. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. The thing is, is that they're all partying, but they're partying in a different stage of their life now. Some of them have kids. Some of them have husbands. Some of them are really deeply looking for love. And I think that Taylor being with these girls is not really an indicator that she's sowing her wild oats as much as she's trying to really find the next guy that hopefully will be someone that she can really connect with on a like a sexual and spiritual level that's deep. Now I'm aware that there's a lot of gossips flying around saying that that isn't the case. She's going out there just having fun right now after being in a six-year relationship with Joe Alwyn where he was very private and she felt, you know, suppressed in a way and was like dying to like let her be famous again and have fun. And I do think that, I mean, she definitely wants to have fun, but I don't think it's a sign that she wants to just go slut around town with people. I really don't. Taylor Swift is 33 years old. And I've said this before, when you're 33, I don't know how many of you have surpassed 33 or under 33, but 33 is a magical year of a deep dive into yourself where you start to go, let me check where I am in my life? Am I getting too old to have kids? Do I want to have kids? If I want to have kids, I 
probably should start thinking about this soon. Have I been married? If I haven't been married, is that something I dream to do? Do I want to have that childhood manifestation of the big wedding? If I do, shouldn't I be thinking about that now? If I don't want to rush into getting married, I probably should start finding that man that I should spend a decent amount of time with before we get married to have children and just I, if I sound erratic in the way that I'm describing it, this is the way that it runs through your mind in your early 30s. You're, all women go through this. This is not like Taylor Swift alone. This is like every woman. You're like, wow, I'm getting to the point where I really need to, to have a family if I'm going to do it. So she's a regular person, although amazing and most talented lady, Taylor Swift. She's regular too, puts her pants on one leg at a time. And I promise you, she's having all the thoughts that all of us did at 33 or will have at 33 if you're not there yet. Well, I hate to bring it up because I know you got enough pressure on you already, but we agreed to get married as soon as you won your first case. Meanwhile, 10 years later, my niece, the daughter of my sister, is getting married. My biological clock is ticking like this, and the way this case is going, I ain't never getting married. Unless, of course, Taylor Swift has written off the idea of getting married and having children totally, which I don't believe she has. I really don't. I think she wants to have a traditional family at some point, in addition to this epic career that she has established for herself. And I will speculate for a minute that Joe Alwyn and her breakup probably had something to do with the fact that maybe she had expected for their relationship to go into a particular direction. There were even rumors uh, through Dumois that she was symbolically married to Joe Alwyn at one point, although a lot of the fans argue that that wasn't possible. But Dumois was sent very compelling gossip, she said, that yes, indeed, they did have some symbolic ceremony. So I would imagine it doesn't take a rocket scientist to make the leap that maybe things weren't moving in the formal direction that she was hoping they would with Joe Alwyn. And after six years, put up or shut up, right? I mean, wouldn't you say that to her if you were her friend about her relationship with Joe Alwyn? So anyway, let's go back to 2014. In the same month of November, she also goes and sees him play again with another girlfriend of hers, Carly Kloss, who's a really close girlfriend of hers. And they go to Terminal 5 in New York and catch another show of his band, 1975. So Taylor and him have some serious chemistry because she meets him in October of 2014 from her very close friend, who's also extremely talented, Jack Atenoff. And she then is... Every possible minute she can, as this mega celebrity, get away and go and see his shows, she's doing it. And they're definitely texting. And her girlfriend group knows that there's magic happening here. It's, I mean, this is what you do with your friends in New York when they're like hot for someone. And it's happening fast with him. She puts on a 1975 shirt and goes and gets pop papped with it, which she completely can control. But see, he ruins it because he's insecure and it comes across and he goes on these interviews and instead of being like, yeah, I think she's hot and I'd love to be with her, he plays, oh, like she's so much better than me. I couldn't be with her. He actually goes on and says, 
I mean, bloody hell, what am I going to do? Go out with Taylor Swift? She's a sensation. I wouldn't say no. (laughs) But then later in 2015, he denies it like it didn't happen. It's ridiculous. It's fake. It's all fake. It's a farce, he says. There's no relationship or anything happening. But Taylor Swift has moved on and she's with Calvin Harris in 2015. And I just think he didn't know, like, he didn't want to start shit for Taylor. I think he stayed in touch with Taylor all this time and he didn't want any problems. Maybe Calvin Harris was a jealous guy and he just was like, I don't want to cause her shit. I don't need drama, you know? And even though I think he creates drama in his, like, very controversial and things he posts, we'll get into that. But I don't think he wanted to cause any shit between Taylor and Calvin Harris at this time. Also, he was struggling with drugs, so that's never a good time to start a relationship. More on that later. And I really don't think that much happened. I think they flirted, dated, maybe they hooked up, and then it just like dwindled into a friendship, you know, that you occasionally text because there was a lot going on in Maddie Healy's life at this time. For the full scoop, head to our Patreon page. Click the coin icon on your player to check it out.